0: <laughs> Let me get my instrument ready.
1: Yeah, we keep doing that noise.
0: That's a good noise, right? <laughs> that's It's a <laughs> really welcoming noise. It is. Welcome. <laughs> well, that's similar to our O'Reilly's commercial. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Do you know the O'Reilly's theme song? Oh, oh, oh. Right. O'Reilly. Auto parts. Mm-hmm. You know it. We got it in Canada. You got it? Oh, yeah, we oh, did. Okay. They only uh,
2: get half the things. We don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we started doing commercials where the announcer was clearing his throat through it, so okay. it would go. Oh, <coughs>
1: Riley! <laughs> yeah, that, that went was,
0: away, and it was really fun. It and I did miss go it.
1: away. It was a long time ago. <laughs> it was Bo before Obama.
0: Oh, before. is that how we're breaking yeah. up? Yeah. Okay. The yep. eras. Yep. Well, well, who wants to do a welcome?
1: Liz, we can welcome together. Three, two. One. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to welcome,
2: welcome, <laughs> okay,
0: welcome. The, well,
1: that's oh, indicative welcome. of what the show is yes. for yes. the most part. <laughs> we couldn't get on the same page and we were always on the same page. Yeah. Mm. yeah
0: always um, on the different page in the same book. Mm-
2: that's right. Mm. Actually, we were very much on the same yeah, page. Yeah, it was <laughs> weird. On the same word and <laughs> the same syllable yes. of the same book. <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm scared to talk right now because this is y'all's show, and it's time for women to be in charge of this whole thing. But I have to say I'm kind of here to pass the torch. So if people listen to Race to 270, this was a a contest that happened a year and a half ago, a show that was um, incredibly fun. And you had the idea, Monica. What if we continued on <laughs> a new race And so I'm just here with blessings and well wishes for an incredible new version of a race called Race to 35. So what is Race to 35, ladies?
1: Well, I want to be really clear because I don't want anyone to think this is the type of race that Race to 270 was, which was a race between Perfect 10 Charlie and Best Friend Aaron Weekly. They were competing against each other. This is so much not that. Mm -hmm. We are, in fact, actively not competing. Um, supporting, we're, we're supporting. Very much supporting. But it, it is a race against the clock, there 100%. 35 is the big fertility number that they drop on you and say, the second after you turn <laughs> 35, all your eggs disappear. They vanish. <laughs> yeah. And so we needed to get these little chicks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> little eggs. These little eggs frozen. And also, this is a good time to clarify because on Armchair Expert, we talk about my eggs a lot. And Dax thinks that my eggs are huge. Well. Because her
0: I boobs think,
2: are huge? or well, No, but that's a that's,
0: great reason. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great reason. Yeah, that didn't take a ton of reverse engineering. <laughs> and maybe s- subconsciously, that's in the mix. Sure. But this predates Monica. It's a Padman. I don't even want to call it a curse. It's a Padman blessing. All the Padman women have inordinately large eggs. Got it. Big, robust, indomitable eggs. Tail
2: as old as time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She comes from a long
0: line of huge Huge eggs. eggs.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. (laughs) I guess it's well
1: known. It's in the encyclopedia. (laughs) So Um.
0: although, sure, for Monica, that pairs up nicely, the size of the eggs. Sure. In the endowment. Or as we say, the stackness um, armchair expert. Um, <laughs> but I can't speak to Nirmala's size. Never swam with her. Uh-huh. That's mm. uh, She has Nimmie. nice birth Okay. Birth.
2: I don't want to talk about <laughs> my mom's
1: boobs on this podcast, okay?
2: <laughs> well,
0: sure. although it's in really in keeping because, well, the breasts are what nurture the child.
2: Right. And our boobs did get huge.
0: Oh, well, really?
2: Liz thought her boobs... <laughs> Spoiler. Oh. Spoiler alert. Liz thought her boobs got huge. I mean... Um, There's <laughs> not much to begin with But they did Yeah, I got treated differently I noticed Did you? Yeah, I really did Come on um, No, I didn't know. Oh, I mean, okay. it's like They did get bigger But again, they're concave At their natural state I got to a full A, a did, big did you That deal. was huge
0: Did you find that cumbersome?
2: No, I found it very exciting, and then it went away, and then I went back to
0: now, my look, quarter cup. <laughs> I think it's worth introducing this relationship, oh, Liz 100%. Plank. 100%. So Liz Plank was a guest, if if people remember, that I farted on. And in fact, the <laughs> only guest in uh, our history, history that I tooted on accidentally. It was
1: also B.O.
0: B.O. before Obama. Yeah. Yes,
1: okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You weather. didn't have a handle on your bowels then? <laughs> now, post-Obama, you're, like, better about your farts. Well, let's
0: add that you weren't there, and you're kind of my boss. And I so I think because you weren't there, I was, like, a little off kilter. Oh, you
1: went rogue.
0: I went rogue, and I was, like, not minding my P's and Q's and crossing my T's and dotting my I's. But really, I blame it on just the quick movement over to put my arm around you. It's just It would just shock
1: Shot at. There was
0: zero warning. I know. Yeah, I heard it at the same time you did. Like, we were on the same page. Like, oh, where did that come from? I almost thought, well, that might be her. Yeah. It was me. I think there was a squeeze, too. I think she squeezed you, and that's I, how it oh, happened. It's my fault. Like an accordion, yeah. a mm-hmm. squeeze ball. I didn't know.
2: I didn't know. I didn't know what, what, what the consequences of my actions. It's not your fault. This okay. is something. Liz thinks everything's her fault. Oh,
0: I'm victim-blaming right yeah. now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, you are.
0: But Liz was on the show, and she was an incredible guest. Yes. And then also, you've probably seen Liz on TV a million times oh, yeah. out there.
1: And on the Gram.
0: On the gram, on the ground, on the television.
1: (laughs) And she, you know, came in here. She has a master's in gender. She's incredibly smart. Like when you farted on her, it was so embarrassing for all of us because she was like this crazy intellectual Mm -mm. beast. Mm -mm. We talk about this a little bit on the first
0: Hold on a second. That sounds a little classist. Do you think it would have been better (laughs) if I farted on a laborer?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, let's be honest. You would have felt better if it was a
2: laborer.
0: Well, in that, I'd be like, bro, you understand. It's, we're eating dicey mm, food from 7-Eleven. We've all been there. That's yes, what I mean. I would have, <laughs> yes.
2: See, I think farts, I always feel very honored when someone farts in front of me because I feel like we've attained that part of our friendship, r- romantic relationship, like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like a level, right? I was honored. I was like, oh my God, he's that comfortable. I feel like we connected.
0: Well, you were just so- um, Loving. You were so loving and nurturing about it. You were so forgiving. You were in a good mood. It put you in a good mood. And I felt safe.
2: Well, that's very sweet. But no, I come from a farting family. We just let it rip. Okay.
0: Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. So that's so the great. history of this. But then you guys developed your own friendship.
1: Yes. So we had each other's phone numbers. And I think we texted a little bit. Yeah. We tried to hang out um, in New York a couple times because Liz lives in New York. That's yeah. an important piece to the story. You lived in L.A. for this whole chunk of time. Yeah. Which I actually, especially in retrospect, really commend you for it. Like that mm-hmm. was a really big thing that we did. And you did it away from your home with none of your people besides me.
2: And that's a lot. Thanks. Yeah. You're but welcome. also now I like don't want to leave. I went to a sleepaway camp and then it's like all my camp friends are here. And I'm like, I don't want to, I want to go back to my real life. Yeah. Real life sucks. Um, it's because it, there was no one else, too. Like you yeah. became my person and you were so good at being my person. But yeah. So we tried to hang out. We tried to hang
1: out. didn't really work. And then I was deciding to do this podcast. And I was like, okay, I'm going to freeze my eggs. It's time. I had been pushing it off. And as 35 was approaching, I was like, oh, uh, okay, I got to do it. I think maybe I'll turn this into a podcast because that's what I do. I turn hard things into work. Mm-hmm. And so then I thought, oh, but it would be so fun to do it with someone else. But that's complicated. Who is in need of this? Mm-hmm. Who wants to do it? And I I don't know why you just popped in my head and I texted you. <laughs> And I said, weird question. Have you thought about freezing your eggs? And you said, I literally decided to do it
2: five days ago. And really, I went from zero to 100 in one conversation. And then the fact that you text me that is so interesting. And so like the universe, right, manifesting.
0: Serendipitous, if I may.
2: Serendipitous.
0: When fate has a sense of humor.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: the tagline of the movie. It is. I always say, if you, you've got a bad title, if you've got to define the word in the title. Mind you, George produced it. So much love to the movie. I, I think loved it's fantastic. That movie.
1: And I love that restaurant.
0: But if you have serendipity, then when fate has a sense of humor, mm. you do. You have to explain it,
1: mm. right? I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: can't just roll the dice that everyone's going to know what serendipity but means. But we
1: had to explain Race to 35 and Race to 270.
0: Is that fair? <laughs> Is that a fair comparison? Anyway,
2: uh, anyway. Yeah, we all remember serendipity. Yeah, so it worked.
0: Yeah. Oh, it was called serendipity. Yeah. See, I don't even have. That. <laughs> I have the. I know. I remembered the definition when fate has a sense of humor.
2: Okay. Yeah. So then
1: you say you're gonna do it. So exciting. You come here, and we dive in. Just to give everyone the cliff notes here, what we did was freeze our eggs at the exact same time, and we recorded every day of this process. We talk up top of each episode, just me and you. We chat. I think that's probably the most comical part of this whole thing. We talk about how we're feeling, how the shots went the night before. Oh my God. Uh, A true like comedy of errors. And then we transition into talking to either an expert in the field or someone with an interesting fertility story. And we get into lots of cool stuff. We get into some fraud. We get into some sad stories. We get into some success stories. We talk to some people that maybe you would know. You talk to a lot of people that you wouldn't know.
0: I'll spoil it. You have incredible guests. Like every time you told me who was coming in to discuss this topic, I was so impressed with who you got to come in. Mm -hmm. I think you could enter this show – and know nothing about the process yeah. and leave knowing nearly everything there is to know and then having been entertained the entire time.
1: That yes. is the goal.
0: We hope this podcast is ultimately played in whatever they call those classes in high school where they educate you on your vagina oh, sex and your ed? penis. yes. I guess it's called sex ed. Well, actually,
1: it's called health.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. So I hope this is part of a health module.
1: Oh, Dingles, ding, duck, ding, ding.
0: Uh, <laughs> you made like an incredibly dense topic, super fun, mm-hmm. educational and playful and sad and emotional and <laughs> everything you would want. Thank you. Did you use the same? I mean, I'm, I imagine this comes out in the, in the show, but did you use the same doctor?
2: No, we didn't.
0: And you used a mobile clinic, right? The was, person was in a van? Um.
2: Yes. That would be great <laughs> if they could do food trucks. Um, <laughs> that Yeah, give take your eggs. Actually, that'd be a great idea. That would, that would be. be amazing.
0: Now, what is the knee-jerk take? When you do something like this in public, I guess if I were you guys, there would be some consideration about where it falls into feminism. Is that a stupid question? I know I've offended people by asking if they're going to have kids because there's this pressure for women to have kids. So maybe in some respect, you'd feel like you're perpetuating this pressure for women to have children. In another way, it's very empowering to just take charge of this whole thing. Did you guys have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think it comes with so many questions.
2: Am I empowered or am I unlovable? Mm. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I think the reason why I didn't do it and why I also thought it was so important to broadcast it publicly is that I saw it as this like failure almost or this kind of cold, corporate, you know, woman in the rom-com. Not that there's a rom-com about freezing your eggs yet, but it's sort of this... Well, this is that. This is (laughs) our rom-com, yes. It's sort of this idea that I have put my career so first that I have to do this, and there's something, like, sterile about it or, like, you know, the fact that you're freezing them, putting them in a... You're not doing it, like, the natural way, quote-unquote. And then doing it, um, I feel like we both felt... So empowered and and empowered almost feels like cliche now, but we were just so amazed by what our bodies could do. And I feel like it brought us closer to motherhood. Like we had this like other thing that was more important than us. And I think that was really beautiful.
0: And you had an uptick in fertility, like this primal thing. The fertility itself was increased. And I have to imagine that there's some sense of that in your body. But I was going to say the feminist component, Men don't have to think about this. Men don't have to worry, oh my God, well, I regret when I'm 50 that I didn't do this because mm-hmm. a man can just do it at 50. It's enormously unfair as so many yeah. things are. It's just something that would never cross our mind.
1: Right. Well, we get into that a little bit that perhaps it should. Yeah. How dare you? Without <laughs> without giving too much away because we've already completed this process when we're recording this. So we know how it how ends. How it ends. <laughs> yes. And it is a lot of ups and downs, way more than I thought. me too. And even within the first episode, it starts one way and ends another. Mm -hmm. And it continues that way throughout the whole process. And it really taught me so much about myself and what I want. And I mean, there's been some crossover on Armchair, like I cried over Delta during this process and that comes up. That's all a piece of this whole project. And I think, I hope it will be enjoyable for people
0: You will be. You couldn't read from a a dictionary and not have it be appealing. Mm, That's true. But it's funny because I was on the outside. I was literally out of town during most Mm -hmm. of this, but I was communicating with Monica every few days. And to your point that you could feel your motherhood or whatever thing was being awoken in you, we would sign on and I'd look at Monica's face and I'm like, there's something clearly, visibly happening. Wow. There was like... um. And these are all really risky things to say. No, just say <laughs> There was a softness and a pudginess to her face. Oh. There was a fertility. Like, I was looking at her face going, oh, this bitch ready. Yeah, it, weird. <laughs> like, it's if so the weird. wrong sperm blows in her direction, <laughs> she's pregnant. They're Good thing human I didn't have planet. my
1: massage during that oh, time. Oh, my God.
0: You would have sprayed oh, everywhere. God. You would have been pregnant. My, my. The only thing that's missing is a story from Aaron Weekly, Punching a young girl in a karate tournament. That's about all we didn't get.
1: It's not in here. <laughs> if you want to hear that story, go back to Race to Two Hundred and Seventy, <laughs> and you'll hear it.
0: And it's not—it's not as harsh as it sounds, although yeah, it is harsh. It's yeah. not great. Yeah,
1: it's not great. Um, it's funny because you came here, we started, and we're mm-hmm. in, and we are just all of a sudden, like you said, camp best friends, yeah. and not even best sisters. And I do think it's really funny because normally when you meet someone new or you're starting a new friendship or any sort of new relationship you're presenting your best self (laughs) but I did not present my best self this I know for sure I couldn't because the hormones Mm -hmm. were too ragey that I was just me I was fully me as if you have known me for 30 years yeah and I don't know if you feel like that too. Totally,
2: we went straight to the sweatpants face. <laughs> we went to brunch with one of our—we have a common friend—and even ordering, we were like, "What do you? What do you want?" And and our friend Kate was like, "Okay, I'll just order because you're both—you're being too nice to each other." Yes. And then we went from that right to showing up at your door at 9 p.m. like crying, and you stabbing me with needles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we went from zero to 100.
0: To bring it full circle, you you farted on each other. We
2: fart. Started. Metaphorically, we did. You metaphorically
0: farted on it's each really other. Nice.
2: I mean, yeah. we went straight to talk about morning poops. Like, I don't oh, talk about yeah. morning poops with a lot of my friends. It takes years.
0: Well, you and I are borderline scatologists or whatever yeah. that p- pathology is. Yeah, we talk about poop is. a lot. Yeah, yeah.
1: But I talk to you about poop a lot, but I don't talk to, like, a new friend about poop yes. a lot.
0: You keep that a little hidden. Yeah. yeah. We, we talked to. about
1: so many bodily <laughs> things. It's it a public really autopsy
0: fun. is what it is. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it is. But I just feel very grateful that we did that because we went from zero to 100 but there's no going back yeah like we're now at 100 for life yeah which Which is like friendship boot camp yeah we did Mm -hmm. all right our journey begins this wednesday october 12th we will have weekly episodes it is a capsule podcast so we have 10 episodes for you and we hope you enjoy it
0: want to talk about the pay structure or anything of how we're (laughs) yeah we should (laughs) we